song, Conversations with Myself, featuring me, myself, and I, sometimes a guest. <laughs> Yo, welcome, welcome, bienvenidos, bienvenue, bienvenuto, dobre den. You know the deal. However you say welcome in your language, welcome to my podcast. Um, this is actually kind of cool, you guys, because this is um, this is episode 10. Uh, so kind of a milestone. Uh, for those of you following the podcast know that I've been wanting to do this for a long time. And then episode one talked about the great fried chicken incident, which was born in the podcast, Mike. So this is really cool to be able to do episode 10. Um, thank you so much. I'm going to jump up and say that first. Thank you so much for all you guys, because I know, <clears throat> excuse me, that um, y'all are following me. I'm getting the emails. I'm getting the support. I'm, I'm telling, or people are telling me they're sharing it with others, and I'm seeing the support. So thank you so much to those folks in the United Kingdom, Germany, and Afghanistan. Again, Dankeschön. Thank you so much for, for, for tuning in, and I hope you find this stuff helpful. All right, cool. So episode 10. This one is called You Are Something Special. Now, for, uh, if you remember from last week, we left off with talking about your why, right? Remembering your why and why your why is important. That's kind of funny. Why your why is important day in and day out. And then we defined what why, what your why was, and then what your motivation was. And then one of the things we talked about was um, how it pertains to flip it, right? Like so, focusing on your why will help you turn those situations into positive situations, or at least the you know find the positive in them. And so I started thinking, you know, I've wanted to have a special guest on this episode um, for on an episode in general um, for a minute. And I started thinking about Flip It and I started thinking about, you know, the episode and putting the episode together and getting the content together. And I was like, you know, you are something special. Yo, there's nobody better that I can think of um, that, that demonstrates the Flip It behaviors daily and that. Um, really would not only be a great participant in this message, but I also think they could take a lot away from this message uh, because I think that they forget uh, how special they are. And that's where this episode is geared towards. There's a lot of you out there, I'm sure, that, that beat yourself up, right? You know, we are our own worst critic, and we beat ourselves up, and we forget that we are something special. And so that's what we're going to talk about this, this week. So I'd like to introduce... Uh, my special guest, she is the one who made the bet with me for the fried chicken. Um, she is the one that takes care of the kids day in and day out so I can go do what I do. Usually every week I'm recording this. She's out there keeping the kids away from the door. So uh, you know her as Mama, but Jordan is on the episode. So welcome, Bum. Hey, thank you. Hi, guys. It's really cool to be on here. A little nervous, not going to lie. It's just it's weird. Hearing yep. your own voice. <laughs> <laughs> so we were actually talking about it before. We, we were like talking through um, the episode and prepping for it. And she's like, I don't know why. I'm kind of nervous. And we were just laughing about it. I was like, well, why? And so anyways, just kind of set that up. So I appreciate you like taking time. I know there's a lot of stuff that you do during the day. So I appreciate you taking time to, to, to kind of answer these questions. So just to give you all a heads up, this is somewhat like, <clears throat> and I don't own this material I'm about to speak. Uh, copyright issues, you get it. I don't, um, it, it's kind of like Zach Galifianakis between two ferns, but not like where Brad Pitt <laughs> spits the gum on his face or like the water breaks or anything. No, nothing like that. But what I mean by that is um, I'm not going to hurt her verbally and I'm not going to put her on the spot. But um, I just gave her an idea of what we were talking about because 
um, and I gave her three of the three of the questions I was going to ask. But um, she had brought up a point. I was like, hey, well, I'll kind of go over what I wanted to talk about. And she was like, why not just make it, you know, um, just kind of like like on the spot, like just random. So that way it's more it's more raw and organic. I was like, yo, that's deep. So without further ado, uh, as I mentioned, thank you for being on the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> See that? She's grateful to be here, y'all. Making it in life. All right, so question number one. Um, so you're, you're 28, right? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Where, let's say when you were like 15, even 20, right? Mm-hmm. Let, let's say 20, 19, 20. Where did you see yourself at 28? Oh, man. Um, I don't know. I feel like 15, 16, around that age, I... I was in a, in a headspace where I was actually having a really hard time kind of navigating through the world, you know, struggling with um, just some stuff with my parents and, and still dealing with the loss of my dad. I'm still dealing with it, you know, even now, although it's improved over time significantly. Um, but I don't, I don't really know where I saw myself. I know that in my head, because of the loss of my dad, I wanted to be an RN and I was, I was heck bent on that, you know. Um, and then over time through dealing with that pain, I was like, I don't, I don't know if I have it in me. I don't know if I can do that. Mm-hmm. And so I've dabbled in all kinds of different ideas um, over, over the time. And ultimately, I just kind of, just kind of ran with it and, you know, realized at some point that things would just kind of fall in in line on their own that I couldn't I couldn't plan I couldn't it just it just had to be gotcha makes sense so like when you think about like the typical like milestones that people give themselves mm-hmm. right like with a degree house on a hill picket fence you know oh, that, yeah. that kind of things where did you see yourself at 28 like a degree working as an r oh absolutely R&M. i fully expected myself to own the house have the vehicles have the degree be in my career and have the family um and that was so what changed um she's like i married you no um you know i'm gonna probably mention this a lot but through the loss of my dad i was essentially trying to rebuild or recreate a family i felt like i didn't have and so i ended up getting married too young to a person i shouldn't have gotten married to we would have been much better off as really good friends um Um, is this is this the divorce talk it totally is (laughs) son of a (laughs) sorry guys we're gonna cut this episode short thank you so much if you have any questions no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding sorry go ahead no um you know and and gosh together for almost six years married for almost three at the time i think um i just realized it wasn't I was trying to create something that wasn't there, that wasn't meant to be, because I was trying to fill this void and realizing that I needed to do more healing. It wasn't, I couldn't just create this makeshift family and be happy. It just, it wasn't gonna be there. It wasn't gonna happen. So your goals with, with where you saw yourself at 28 and then where you're at now at 28, um, what's different? Ooh, it's a wild ride, you know? Um, I don't, I don't know, because I have the house, I have the family, I don't necessarily have the career, but I wouldn't regret where I'm at, because I get to take care of my family, I get to do all those things, and now I'm, I'm back in school, and everything is just falling in, in line, and I think it, it happened perfectly for me, and I honestly, I wouldn't change it, because... Okay. 
Yeah. Okay, fair. So I do have to ask though, right? Because like you said, okay, well, I don't have the career yet, but you know, working on it now, it definitely sounds like you're not where you thought you would be, but mm -hmm. that's okay because you're comfortable with where you're at. Right. So, and you're saying, you know, everything falls into place, um, but I'm sure there's days where you're just like, ah, what am I doing? Like, man, today's really rough. I don't get it. So tell me, walk me through like some of your more rougher days and what it entails. Um, gosh, sometimes you feel like you have a lot of those, right? Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, Miss Popular here. <laughs> forgot to put her phone on silent. Knowing we were going to start recording a podcast. No, go ahead. Answer no. it. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. So, um, um, so talk to me about your rough moments. Though. My what? Your rough moments. Oh, rough moments. Um, sometimes we feel like we have a lot of those, right? I certainly felt like at one point I was just losing all of my marbles and going absolutely crazy. But my rough days are kind of just... I get really overstimulated with all of the kids and my name being called a hundred thousand times and I really question myself like what did I get myself into? Am I am I capable of doing this? Was I really meant to do this? Um, and I just I beat myself up. So mentally it's a struggle? Yeah absolutely. So let me tell you because she left out a, a lot of content um, because <laughs> she's a very humble individual so I'm gonna give you her day in a nutshell. Um, she wakes up about 6.15 each morning gets up, has her coffee, wakes the kids up while I'm getting ready for work or finishing schoolwork or whatever, uh, gets Rice, Rylan, and Jacob up. They're 10, 8, and 6, has them start getting ready. She comes out, starts making breakfast. About that time, Catalina or Jameson wake up, which is either a three- or two-year-old. <clears throat> um, one of them wake up, and she's getting her leg pulled out, still trying to wake up, by the way, um, gets all <laughs> the kids ready, throws all the kids, including the babies, and y'all in Albuquerque, it's been super cold. So she's put them in the car in the morning. Um, and then she takes all of them to school or the, the three middle kids. And she comes back and she has the little kids all day. Mind you, she's trying to do laundry, keep her house clean. Y'all, I can't fold my clothes. She won't let me fold my clothes. Um, <laughs> she like It's a thing. Yeah, and it's totally fine. But the point is, like, it got so, she does so much. Y'all, it got to the point where I said, babe, you don't have to fold my drawers. Just just throw them in the drawer. It's okay. Because <laughs> that's what she was doing for me. So, And aside from taking care of the kids all day, she's taking two, uh, two classes right now. You know, she mentioned going back to school. She's taking two classes. And then around 1.30, it's time to load the, the babies up, go pick up the kids, come back, get them snacks, get them showered, make them dinner, make sure their homework gets done, make sure they get their chores done, and still somehow find time to be, to be a wife. Doing the dishes um, for the third time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't have a dishwasher. The store was like, like real, real. So <laughs> first world um, problems. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. So with all that stuff going on, like, how do you, how do you keep yourself, <clears throat> like, excuse me, when you have those rough moments, how do you, in, in terms of a podcast, how do you flip it? But in layman terms, like, how do you, how do you not like just lose your shit when when something happens? Oh, I do. And and well, how do you focus on the positive <laughs> in those moments? Um. If I fail, the whole house fails. That's just that's just the way of it, right? So mm -hmm. if I if I skip a step or if I miss a beat, which don't get me wrong, I, I do, but it's okay. Um, but you know, if I were to miss every single step, if I fail, the house fails. So that's kind of going back to <clears throat> excuse me what we were talking about last episode. One of the things I'm sure you've heard it already. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but one of the things I mentioned was. <laughs> that you know I do what I do every day because they're depending you know on me to do my part and and that's why I wanted to bring you on this episode because <clears throat> we 
we a lot of the times forget right that we're somebody special we're something mm-hmm. special but it, it definitely sounds like you've you've acknowledged that piece um and you looked at it and you said um you're like you know what at the end of the day like if i miss a step the whole house fails right and so that's cool that you acknowledge that um what i do want to ask is um where do you see yourself at 38. oh man well going to school god 38. That puts Catalina and Jameson at 12 and 13. That's wild. That puts Bryce but... at, uh, at 20. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just throw uh, that out there. That's crazy. Um, no, be, so I'll with... be uh, 51. Just Dang. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Just didn't think about it. Okay, go ahead. Um, sorry. <clears throat> no, with me going to school, I, I definitely, you know, and the kids kind of being more grown and – not necessarily on their own, but at that point where they're like, yeah, I don't want to hang out with mom and dad anymore. Um, I definitely hope to have the degree. I'm hoping to graduate with my bachelor's within the next two years. And so by that time, I'll have probably another two to three years to get my master's, and then who knows where I'm going to go from there. Um, but then, sorry, I guess I say um a lot. My bad. <laughs> All good. Trust me. I mumble half the time, and people still like it for somehow um i definitely want to be settled in my career at that point hopefully have my own practice um as you know at least in lpcc i've also dabbled with the idea of um uh being a neuropsychologist which is really cool so yeah that is that is where i see myself in 10 years and a house have a house yeah i told y'all i told y'all it's coming it's coming um (laughs) and then um with that being said, what motivates you to get to that point? That's 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 rough. Um, no, it's it's not rough. Definitely the kids, right? Because I, out of my parents and not including all of my siblings, because they're all half siblings, but I'm the first one to graduate high school. I'm the first one to attend college, and I will be the first one to graduate college. So. There's definitely that, wanting to make my dad proud and, and be something different than how how I grew up and how my parents' pasts were. And also to show the kids that it doesn't matter how long it takes you or what route you take, that ultimately you can, you can do it no matter how old you are or um, how, how long it takes you, you can be successful on your own time. I dig it. I dig it. All right, so I want to ask what is what is something special to do or something special to you something or someone that's special to you um just something special my my family without you guys i i don't know that i would have a purpose currently yeah i'd be i'd be going to school or maybe have the degree and i'd be working but ultimately my family is my something special do you know you're something special <laughs> Got him. Um, here's why I say that, right? And this kind of goes, um, <clears throat> excuse me, this kind of goes for everybody. Like, some of us are really, really cynical, and some of us really don't have a whole lot of self pride or self worth. And what I mean by that is, is they're more like, you know, well, it's okay. Like, I'm not worried. I'm just a POS, or I'm just this, or I'm just lazy, or I'm just, and that's all, like, it's all like implanted in their brain and established either by circumstances they went through growing up or by other people's rhetoric or by shit that they read on Facebook. 
all the time. But at the end of the day, the message that I want to share is, is I think you hit it right on the nose. Um, like your, your family is, spe- is special to you. And without them, you don't know if you'd be where you're at. Mm-hmm. And so how that applies to flip it and being something special is we may not know it, but there are people there that, that count on us day in and day out. There are people that might, you know, whether you're at work or whatever, right? And, <clears throat> excuse me, you just, you come in like, like Kramer, come in hot, and you're just walking down the aisles, just smiling all over the place. That may lift somebody's spirits each day. Um, for me, waking up and seeing you guys in the bed right away, like first thing I see aside from that blaring alarm clock and the bright yellow light in the room, is <laughs> that's, I realize, look, they, they depend on me. Another way that, that I think about it is when I'm driving and we're going like, you know, it's either California or from California back out here, and it's nighttime and everybody's asleep and I'm tired, I'm like, yo, you got to snap out of it. Because I look in the rearview mirror and I'm like, all these people are counting on me in those moments. And so... Y'all, whether you know it or not, you are somebody special. And if you don't want to do it for yourself, if you don't want to, um, if you don't want to want to flip it for yourself because you're cynical and you're just a negative person, okay, cool. Do it for somebody else then, right? Because somebody is counting on you to do what you do every day. And I think this goes without saying for all the parents that are listening, uh, like Krista Star, just the to, to top two. To, pop off my head but for all those parents that are out there and listening i think this goes without saying and i think you know this when you do what you do those kids they yeah it seems like they take it for granted and i know parents it seems like they're very ungrateful and they don't appreciate but the reality of it is is they may not know it yet just like you may not know that you're something something special they may not know it yet but they can't do what they do without you so I want y'all to take that to heart. I want y'all to remember that you are something special and that somebody is counting on you day in and day out. Jordan hit me with this earlier. She, I was like, I got up this morning. I was like, I'm going to do my podcast later because I found out there's a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre that came out um, yesterday and it has the girl from the one in the 70s. So I was like, yo, we should watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre and then watch a new one. So I was like, I'm going to do my podcast later. And she was like, yeah, but you need to do it and you need to post it because people are relying on you, Mr. Ware. And I was like, yo, first of all, thank you for the, for the words of, of affirmation. But the other piece is I don't really think about it, right? I don't think that people are counting on me. I just, I know that my kids are and my kids are my why. But for those of you that listen to this and count on getting this episode, yo, I'm sorry if I don't get it out on, on time. I need to get more consistent and be better for y'all. But take away this message, y'all. You are something special. The world depends on your existence. In one way or another, the world depends on your existence. Even if you have a job that that you can't stand and they don't appreciate you and they just treat you like, they still depend on you, right? So you are something special. Please, please don't ever forget it. All right, y'all. I want to thank you so, so much. For joining us jordan thank you for coming on I thank you so much cool. for having me and i just have to mention like two more things go for it go that, for it um first of all i want to make something very clear you don't have to have kids you don't have to be married in order to feel like you are something special because at the end of the day there is someone somewhere out there whether you know it or not who is depending on you so you are something special every single person in some way or another it 
it may be a stranger that you are something special to. I know I've had encounters with strangers before that are just, that are incredible. And they're people that you never forget about, you know. But, and the last thing is, Jamie, did you know you're something special? So with that being said, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, you, um, for all those that um, like rom-coms, you should grab a bu bucket of popcorn really quick. Um, but yes, you remind me every day, and I appreciate that. Um, Welcome. All right. Well, so I would much rather have this in like an old Hitchcock presents TV episodes with a twist <laughs> versus like Fool's Gold or you know Fool's Russian, whatever it's called. I don't know. Just one of those cute romantic comedy movies. Here's the point, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Um, it's been a lot longer of a normal episode. Um, but again, I, I definitely wanted to share a different perspective. And I want to tell you, if she can do it, if she can flip it day in and day out, taking care of six kids in total, and if you add myself and Auntie, two grown kids, so taking care of eight people day in and day out and making sure we all eat, it's incredible. And if she can go through all that garbage and baloney each day and still be dealing with the stuff that she's dealing through and still be positive each day, then I think anybody can. So thank you so much. Muchísimo gracias. I appreciate you coming out. Um, again, like always, if you have any questions, send me an email, conversationswithmyself21 at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Again, Jordan, thank you for being here. Thank you. Y'all take care. Stay positive. Stay safe. And we'll see you next week.